Warning, this is a spoiler-based podcast. If you have not seen 1988's A Nightmare on Elm Street, The Dream Master, do me a solid favor, pause this, go check it out, come back and join the conversation. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Colt45Podcast. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube, you can find us on any podcasting that's out there. That's Google Play, Apple Podcasts, you name it, we're out there. Um, also, check your boy out on Twitch, man. We're out here trying to do some cool things. You know what I mean? So come come follow us. Same thing, Colt45Podcast. It won't hurt you at all, guys. Um, today, Code 45 is powered by WakeUpENT.com. They fucks with us. Hell yeah. And as always, we're powered by you, our listeners, our fans, everyone who's on our Spotify, our Podbean, and especially our Patreons out there. Without you guys, we wouldn't be shit. What's going on, guys and gals? It's 8-Bit Ray from the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and you are listening to the Geek World All-Star Podcast Network. You are now listening to Cult 45, the only cult movie podcast that puts it on your chest. So sit back, relax, pour up, and turn up. Yeah! Welcome, everybody, <laughs> to a special edition of Cult 45. I'm your host, Beating Down. Today, I'm joined by, as always, <sighs> Savage. No, no, you wake up. You wake the I'm fuck awake. up. Come on, I'm man. Awake. Don't do this. Uh, <laughs> I am super awake. No. <laughs> I got I got my bracelets on. I got uh, I got my headband on. Oh, save it. Save am, it later. <laughs> I am ready to go. I got I got my makeshift bug zapper. It's good to go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have a special guest here today. I'm so excited. Um, you heard our uh, interview on CP Presents, but ladies and gentlemen, this guy is a amazing author. How amazing? He got a gold medal in horror. He wrote himself into a job. He wrote himself to have a wife. That's how amazing this guy's writing skills is. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the author of uh, Our Lady Inferno. Ladies and gentlemen, Preston motherfucking Fossil. What's going on, man? Welcome aboard, sir. Hey, thanks for having me. Man, thanks for coming back to talk to me, dude. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really hyped because you got PG rated me where I had to, <laughs> I couldn't really. <laughs> and I, and I've heard you on other shows. I was like, okay, so we're both just we're both holding back our, our true selves, man. But we, we're gonna, we're gonna get through it. You've been like really entrenched in, in the horror series because you've done everything from Rue Morgue, Scream Magazine, uh, Fangoria, like all the heavy hitters, man. I know that Friday, the, Friday the Thirteenth was your jam. I wanted you on for that series. Uh, we couldn't do it because of contractual reasons. That sound like a, I sound cool. But in comparison to the Friday series, how did you feel about the Nightmare series in comparison? And um, what was your first time seeing the Dream Master? See, this is where I'm torn because I've got a lot of nostalgic affection for Friday the 13th. And I love Jason as a movie monster. And it's got a lot of personal resonance with me. Right. But at the same time, my, my, my wife is always telling me that if you truly love something, you have to also accept its flaws. <laughs> and no. the Friday the 13th franchise is a very flawed franchise. Oh, I, absolutely. I have to admit that's objectively speaking there are not many actually good movies in it uh on the other hand the nightmare on elm street series i don't like it as much because i don't have the same nostalgic affection and i don't have the same like personal resonance with it as i do with the friday the 13th movies but i also have to admit objectively speaking it is the superior series in terms of writing special effects continuity acting they're actually good movies you know what? I'm seeing what you're saying because, like, because I, I like crazy enough, you probably won't believe this, but like, this is my first time actually going through the uh, Nightmare series proper. I always, I always seen the first one. 
whenever mm-hmm. they refer to Nightmare on Elm Street, they always show the fucking Dream Master. So like for me and Randy, this is both our like first time going through this entire series. So after like marathoning the entire Friday series, this is pretty fucking interesting. Um, but I have comments about this one in particular because Dream Warriors was my jam. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like seeing that for the first time, oh my god! Like shout out to Chris Daniels, Evil from Three Three uh, B Video. That was his uh, Patreon the best so far and then we come here <laughs> randy what about you man your uh your first in- initial thoughts when you watch this movie uh i was like <laughs> i was like uh yeah okay i'm not a, i mean i'm i'm exactly where i was at the end of dream warriors which is <laughs> which is fine right and i'm just like yeah but like uh you know what it is i think i honestly think i'm with the whole uh I'm with the Jason series. Like I'm, I'm feeling like I'm a big Jason fan now more than I am a Freddy fan. Cause it's like, they don't seem like they're running around a lot. Like they like, I'm not feeling that scared. I even watching the two side by side. I feel like I was definitely like feeling more um, primal instincts to be afraid rather than like with Freddy. I'm just like, Okay, that's just ridiculous. Why would you do that? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a. It, I mean, like, like literally, they're, they're polar opposites, and I think that's why their their whole dynamic just works because you have just a sledgehammer versus a a asshole with a scalpel. So it's kind of like a you, you get two different feels for it. But um, there are things about this movie I love dearly, and we'll we'll get into it, guys. But um, <laughs> I didn't understand what the fuck was going on when this movie started. Let's kick this off. Once the music kicked in, I was like. Is this the right shit that I picked? What kind of sensual ass song is this? Like, <laughs> this is weird. Crazy, crazy enough, it's a theme song being sung by uh, Tuesday Night, who is our Kristen Two in this series. Which I was so disappointed when I realized that this was when she had to talk to herself, like, "Calm down, Kristen." I was like, "Ah, oh, boo, <laughs> boo!" It's Kristen Two, boo. See the music. The music in this is my jam. I'm an inveterate '80s file. Um, this, I, I went back and I rewatched this last night because I, I haven't seen it in probably about eight or nine years. Oh, wow. And the, the rewatch really radically changed some of my memories about it and some of my <laughs> opinions about it. But uh, I, I really appreciated the music this time. I love that they just went full tilt into that whole late 80s MTV jam. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Big time. I'm just I'm trying to figure it out because it's a girl writing in chalk and it'd be like, I'm like, the fuck is going on? <laughs> so like again with this fucking kids and shit. God damn it! These, <laughs> so these are these are our window breaks, right? These are the the children who show up first, and like, okay, yes. here comes the nightmares. Yeah, you gotta have the children in the in the house, man. Because for I, I, again, we still don't understand why Nancy's house is the house, not Kruger's house, but whatevs. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm right. Okay, they burned him in that house. That's that's the only explanation. They burned him in the house. <laughs> no, they, she she put the fucking glove in the furnace like an idiot. That, that, that that's I guarantee you. She's too much. That's too much mumbo jumbo inside the glove for it not to be. Oh shit! Maybe that's what happened. They didn't bury the glove. Yeah, well, you know, but then we look at the Jason series. Like, well, they always bury him with his fucking tools. So it's like, yeah, so like, you're but fucked. no, but <laughs> Jason's machete isn't like magical. Neither is his mask. It's just, but this thing seems to be magical. You know what pissed me off that uh, that we didn't get Karen to return, but we got the tricycle from Dream <laughs> Dream Warriors to return and just fall down the fucking stairs. I guess. Oh man, so Kristen, Kristen's freaking the fuck out, right? As she should, because the nightmare's supposed to be over, guys, right? Mm-hmm. And she fucking dream yeets 
Kincaid, who is like one of my personal favorites, back into the dream world. And he, I mean, if anything, he was the, the audience avatar for me because he was like, what the fuck, Christian? God damn it. I told you to stay out of my head. <laughs> How'd you feel about Kincaid, Preston? Was, was Kincaid one of your favorites? I liked him, yeah. Uh, I mean, for, for for this movie, uh, I, I just love the whole uh, kind of sissy space second carry thing that uh, <laughs> that's, that Alice has going on. So I mean, you know, uh, she she she's my jam. Uh, but, oh, I feel uh, you. No, yeah. I love I love the whole cast of uh, of Dream Warriors. Hell yeah! Because they're they're actually likable and they're actually people. And I mean, like I've known guys like Kincaid. I've known guy uh, women like Alice, and uh, I just love that it's such a change from a horror movie series where you can actually like relate to and identify with the potential victims as anything more than meat. Uh, you know, usually it's a case of okay, there's there's all these types and there's like these archetypes, but uh, you know, I, I like them, and I was like genuinely upset when they died. Like oh. I remember when my wife, my wife and I watched this for the first time, and Kincaid gets killed. My wife actually went no out loud. And it's yeah, like, it actually hurts. There's a real impact versus, uh, you know, like like with the Friday the Thirteenth series, Jason kills somebody, and it's like cool. Yeah, <laughs> do, it. Like, no. yes, do it. Yes, do it. Do it. Do it. Do <laughs> it. <laughs> like you, you want to see people in a Friday the Thirteenth movie get killed, right? And it's like. It's oh, almost like they, it they write yeah. them to be assholes versus in the Nightmare and Elm Street films, they write them to be relatable and they write them to be people that you do identify with. And it hurts when they die. Yeah, you're not lying, dude, because even like when Joey came back, I was like, oh, it's Joey. He's talking. Look at him. Look at him growing. And I was just, ah, oh, it was so happy to see them. And like, you know, I love how the dog Jason is like, fuck y'all and just bites Kristen to wake them all up. <laughs> <laughs> It's like this is bullshit. I don't want to be here. And um, you know, we 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 meet, you know, because because Kristen's gonna go meet her uh, boyfriend Rick, who is just a uh, <laughs> just a blast. <laughs> and his sister Alice. Buckaroo Banzai. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um and, and his uh his his little well I'm assuming little sister, but in the script like in the original script they're supposed to be twins, but uh, Alice and their dickhole ass dad. Oh my god, he sucked. Jesus, like Alice is dressed conservative it's an extra from uh little house on the prairie it's the yes. same fucking outfit and the like, dad is like you're, you're gonna leave looking like that i'm like what what like you want her to dress like a whore <laughs> i can't see your tits <laughs> have you seen the 80s <laughs> that would be an interesting twist now be <laughs> where's your skin why aren't you wearing a tube top you're going out of this house dressed like a prairie girl not no daughter of mine How you dare you dress like a hooker or you don't leave it at all right if i don't see your nip imprints i'm fucking losing it like what that <laughs> so sorry i don't need another it i know parallel yeah, you're right you're right, you're right you're right let's keep let's keep it moving uh <laughs> so we I like it when you dress pretty i know right ugh, ugh. so we so we get to uh we get to the school everybody you know like we find out christian's you know smooching up with rick we know they're together whatever so um we get to the school and we meet fitness babe who loves her some dynasty uh debbie and um the motherfucking dreamboat dan jordan who uh moved out of town from being like a teen superhero i'm assuming i don't know this guy seems out of place but uh um, smallville <laughs> and we you know we realize that alice has vivid daydreams because she's you know, she's very sheltered very to herself you know and she's like afraid to be uh the extrovert so she's an introvert and she'll like we see that she dreams amazing ass dope ass daydreams just and just zonks out right 
So we know that's going to be a thing. Um, I thought that was going to be a bigger thing, but like, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, kind of yes, kind of no. And um, I don't think it was written well enough because of the, uh, around the time there was a writer strike happening here, guys. So if anything's yeah, feel a little weak sauce, if anything feels a little weak, that is, that is, uh, that is why. <laughs> and um, we enter Sheila, where, who is the most fucking adorable human being I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Oh my God. I love Sheila. Oh my god. She's the best. I love Sheila Kopecki so much. She comes in on her little because everyone else is kind of, you know, riding kind of well. Everyone got some dope ass cars and shit. And here comes Sheila, man, on this fucking beater moped. I kind of feel like this is a private school and Sheila got here on a scholarship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I put in my notes. I was like, oh, she's the most adorable fucking girl ever. Oh god, she's going to die. It just dawned on me. I was like, no. No, not Sheila. Oh, she's so adorable. Big ass glasses. I would have crushed on her hard in high school, dude. Oh, oh goodness, yes. I don't know how to feel about this though, because it's like I don't know how old she is in this film, and I know she's of, like she's you know she's an older lady now, but it's like I don't I don't know how to feel about it, bro. So I'm just gonna walk away. <laughs> <laughs> she might be one of those actresses that are actually casted for her age. She's like I'm 17. Yeah, exactly. No, really, I'm 17. Oh, it's like oh, okay. Yeah. So I yeah, I'm just not even gonna yeah, we're gonna move on. But if I was 17, it's still creepy. You can't say it. Moving on. So um, shout out to Debbie, who I thought was going to be the bitch of the group, right? Because like my most hated character besides Freddie is this, the, the other black guy in school. There's only three black kids in this entire school. And this guy's like, I'm going to pick on the nerdy one. Fuck that guy. And then Debbie, <laughs> yeah. Debbie jumps all over that dude. I'm like, yeah, fuck that dude. And thank you, Debbie, for not being a bitch. I thought just because, you know, off the fact that she likes Dynasty more than homework, I thought she was going to be the bitch. But no, I thought she was going to bully her for the homework yeah. and shit but she's protecting her for the homework it's like we missed the after school movie and like this is the sequel to the after school movie where like debbie like turns turns a corner it's something i really love about this is that you can really see the friendships between the kids it's like going back again to friday the 13th it's like they just have to have all these types and in real life these kids would never be going to camp together or hanging out together right here you can really see like, yes, these kids would be friends in real life, and you can see where those group dynamics developed. Yeah, and you can sense. see what, uh, you know, what, the, what these two girls get out of a friendship with one another and why they're friends. It was it was nice. And it's like, oh, no. <laughs> in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, damn it. I like seeing assholes die, man. And uh, we get like a forced foreshadowing of a, uh, what was she eating? Were they chips or like tater skins or something? But it was like a whole. Oh, yeah. I Apple slices? I don't know, but it was a whole yeah, ass roach. Into, yeah, whatever it is, it turns into goo when she stomps on it. Because I was trying to figure that out myself. It was yeah, a lot of. I was roach. thinking it was like apple slices, like de dehydrated apple slices. Maybe, mm. but honestly though, like, could you imagine? Because basically, you've every chip you or whatever the fuck you ate before that definitely had that roach in it. <laughs> so you just you're fucked. And everyone's like, ease up on the roach, Debbie. Like, no, more, more stomping, more stomping, and vomit. Get that shit out mm -hmm. your system. I love how um Kincaid and Joey are like, like Kristen, can you please never do that again? Stop, stop doing this too. <laughs> I was in the middle of a wet dream. You need to stop it. Yeah. You're really gonna look at me different, Kristen. <laughs> I have I have dark thoughts. <laughs> I'm quite what I keep to myself. I have teardrop tattoos that disappear off my face. Like I got a lot going on. <laughs> um the gang, the gang throughout Joey, I guess. <laughs> so we got to talk about this karate montage, man. Um, Rick's going in, and like, 
it's it's the this is so 80s this is so fucking 80s but like i yeah, know I once you passed a certain point in the 80s you were contractually obligated to have a karate sequence in your movie <laughs> yes, right you got After like have... closer to the early 90s everyone had to have a japanese motif somewhere right mm-hmm. otherwise it's not gonna play for the guys across the pond i just love how there's there's just no like like flag of the discipline of the school that he's in it's just J- japanese flag and imperial japanese uh <laughs> headband <laughs> Cause we don't we don't research the shit we buy. <laughs> like, he'll be the same guy that'll buy the shirt that's like just has all the kanji letters, but it says "dumb fuck" or "American pig," and he just has no clue. <laughs> Beef with broccoli. <laughs> I love how he achieves total zen, but he can't get a hug from his dad. God damn! <laughs> it's the most saddest thing ever. Cause he he fucking. His mind and body chakras are aligned, and then his dad doesn't hug him and just throws everything off again. He's just like, oh. And, da- you know, and by the way, dad still being a dick, like not hugging his sweaty son and shitting all over uh, Allison, you know, a uh, uh, little salad she makes for her dad. So there's a there was a part of me right now that was like thinking, I don't think this guy, this is these are his kids. There's a part of me that was like that. <laughs> like, I was, I was, I was like, I was thinking of like, and then and then Freddie says something later in the movie, and I was like, "Oh shit! I hope they don't go that way," because like, because <laughs> then it would make sense of why she's able to do the things she's able to do. And I was like, maybe, and that would explain why he, as his kids, as his only kids, wherever the wife went, she died. murdered or whatever. It was murder. Yeah, <laughs> she went to Crystal Lake or like she went to a house on a hill, right. I, like whatever. But they actively try to be nice to him, and he actively tries to hate them. And I was like, what the fuck is going on with this dynamic here? Another weird trope with this movie is the assholes live. All the assholes yeah. live. Like, all the outward assholes do not get any comeuppance whatsoever. Like, the orderly that was fucking with Taryn in the other movie, like, they they're, they just get to live. It's a bummer, dude. So, um, we, we okay. Kincaid falls asleep, right? Mm-hmm. They go to the fucking truck, the the little dump and shit where Freddie was buried, man. And I, uh, I had to rewind it several times because I'm, 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 I don't, I don't understand why. But, but the 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 dog pissing fire, yeah, help me. I think it's like a meta thing because like the dog's name is Jason, and I think it's like this thing about like the Friday the Thirteenth series becoming so spectacularly successful after they had kind of wrapped up the Nightmare on Elm Street series, and it's like this idea that Jason came along and like metaphorically pissed on a Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> yeah. So now, now Freddy's got to come back. It's like we, wanted to end we did the first good one, and then we did the second oh. one, like the camp one, and then we did the third one, and that's this cool wrap-up. It could have been this great trilogy, but no, Jason, you had to come, and you had to take a piss on this franchise by being so damn successful. So now we're back, and we are more MTV than ever. Do you? You belong on the show. That bro. was... <laughs> yep. That was, that was it. That was wrapped up tight. That is... Wow. I, I, I didn't realize I was throwing an alley I thought I was passing the ball. <laughs> just, yeah! Just dunk that shit. It, dude, it, that makes perfect sense. Because then, then, guys, if, if you're a big fan of the Hellraiser franchise, guess what? You get to see fucking Freddy, Freddy reanimate like that, which was cool. I wasn't mad at it. But also, I was like, run, Kincaid. Run. But unfortunately... He's on, standing here waiting for it. It's fine. Yeah, but unfortunately, he, he's he's on the the remnants of Cybertron. Apparently, like it's just a whole planet of dead machines, 
and he's trapped and he gets stabbed and it hurts and you know he matters as a character because like freddie's like still talking to him as he murders him and then like lets him lean on his shoulder like that's how you know that's how you know everyone cared about kincaid man it, it was painful watching him go man and the dog just oh, it's all your fault jason i mean jason could have woke, woke him up could have just licked his face could have saved him right but we lose our Lick boy kincaid balls. bite him a little bit <laughs> peanut butter peanut butter i know right um poor joey though like he's always he always thinks dick first no matter what that's his weakness and he has like a whole beer commercial like <laughs> like he, he was about to have a, a Coors Light commercial if things went his way he had a, a weird uh underwater siren in his waterbed which is another 80s thing that cracked me the fuck up and, you know and- I gotta give a special shout out here because I've been marathoning the the works of Andy Sedaris lately really and if you if you don't know who Andy Sedaris is and you're listening to this look the guy up because he has got a filmography like no other uh his his stock in trade was really cheesy 80s action movies starring really attractive women as very competent secret agents in hawaii and it is like the most weirdly feminist action series you've ever seen but at the same time they're also super skeevy because they're always in some state of undress and I, th- this had no meaning for me the first time I watched this movie, but the girl in the bed is Hope Marie Carlton, who is the star of three of these films. Oh, wow. And so it was really cool to see her here because I've been watching her, you know, machine gun ninjas for the past couple of weeks. Holy and shit. now here she is swimming around in a waterbed. So that was a kind of cool piece of synchronicity. That is hilarious because, um, first of all, r- r- real quick, I- I'm going to run through some of the uh, titles that Annie Sedaris has done. Um, Hard Ticket to Hawaii. So you already know what that's about. Mm-hmm. Picasso Trigger, Malibu Express, Guns. <laughs> Guns. Guns. Uh, <laughs> so the Dallas Connection. Ooh, I love when there's a con- I, I want to do all of the connections. Um, yeah. Savage Beast. I'm mean, sorry, Savage Beach. Excuse me. You get the you get the joke. Lethal there. ladies. Yes. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and uh oh god, they uh yeah. This is gonna be this is gonna be fun. Return to Savage Beach. Oh, excellent. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Thank you for that little nugget, bro, because we might have to <laughs> we might have to go in that territory one day. Um, once we're done with this, I guess we're going into the <laughs> boobs and they guns. Are a thing of beauty. <laughs> so yeah, but Joey goes out in the most 80 ways possible, getting killed by a fucking water bit. You know, this you know. Of course, of course, we get the hammy wet dream joke, which is just gross. That's a gross thing to hear before you die. And um, <laughs> so this. OK, there's something about this movie that feels very animated to me. <laughs> and um, we have, um, you know, Alice doesn't want to look at herself in the mirror. Right. Mm-hmm. The whole uh, Alice looking glass joke, I guess. But like she, her, her, her mirror is covered by photos of all of her friends. Right. We have the the bro sis moment where you know you know you know you know Rick Rick's not a piece of shit because technically he yeah. should be the jockey douche right he's still annoying he's or the comic annoying. relief Ugh, if even that but um his his little his little karate shout is the most oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, it all, just made me think of Jason David Frank <laughs> <laughs> I was <just> like this <laughs> is so much cooler. The Green Rangers is so much good. This is this is like, remember that? Um, I know y'all seen this little viral video. It's like this itty bitty tiny frog 
that is like trying to like he puffs up and he screams like he's like a fucking lion but it's like it's a little baby squeak have you seen that no oh nope. god oh god look up like look up tiny desert frog it's the cutest thing but like in the frog's head you know he's like get the fuck back but he makes this he sounds like a squeak toy and, and this, exactly and this is what it reminds me of just seeing this little Aww. kid just <laughs> use all your strength ha! just like that it's like come on kid stop oh he's cute yeah right <laughs> he's just adorable <laughs> Little adorable that's, thing. That's the that's the next Pixar movie right there. <laughs> the world's deadliest frog. <laughs> oh, fuck. Found so, a picture with the caption: "Rain frog looks like angry avocado." <laughs> <laughs> it's the most adorable little thing. It's, it's, it, you have, when you get a chance, you got to hear what the noise it makes. It's it's so cute. Um. Anyway, all I'm saying, Rick is not threatening. Long story short. But um, I love how we forced this uh, plot that Christian smokes. Mm-hmm. That was a little annoying because like I didn't, it didn't, I didn't catch it till the second watch. I was like, oh, really? That's that's why you did that. So Christian's yep. smoking it up, and we have like probably the most disgusting conversation um, between Christian and Alice. And I was like, this is this just sounds bad. Have you heard of the Dream Master? What the Dream Master is? <laughs> And and when I heard about the writer strike, I was like, oh, yeah, it's like, okay, that's this is a thing you're doing, okay. It's like it, it also sounded like the whole the, their whole acting style seemed out of like era. It felt like an old '70s movie I was watching. It was weird. Like it was just a weird conversation between them, dude. And it was just like, Ugh. but um, whatever. Like so, she goes <laughs> like 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 Christians worry about her friends, right? And all she has right, to right. see is that they're absent, <laughs> and she just freaks the fuck she knows they're dead no no cte's herself in all of her grief i i thought rick had slammed her with his kung fu judo powers (laughs) i would have grabbed her and like too much energy and like (laughs) she forced her into the wall (laughs) i thought the freddy nurse gag was was pretty cool though like yeah i knew it was robert england and drag from jump street but i was just like this is this is this is gonna be fun i'm excited about this uh, Cause like I, I look like that that type of foreshadowing I enjoyed because he had like the same you know gross long fingernails on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. I was like that's a real nice touch, man. But um, we get to learn a little bit more about um, Debbie and Sheila and Alice because you know they work at the the diner. Um, oh, what was the name of the diner? The diner was a, it was a joke. Oh, um, Lost. it was the Craven. Oh. Cute. <laughs> but I'm, I'm God, you know how like when when Rocky's having his championship match in the middle of the movie, mm-hmm. and you know things are gonna that's go happened. wrong. That happened. <laughs> that's, that's what this felt like. Because like Kirsten busts in and tries to assemble her crew, and it's like it's the most like we don't we didn't get to know really anybody yet. Because we get Dan Dan Johnson for no fucking reason. He tags along with Rick, um, Rick and Alice and his Kirsten, and like Kirsten is just oh this is like the worst exposition of all time in my in my humble opinion. One of the worst, because they get to the Elm Street house and they're just like, "Oh, let, let me keep you up to speed. Let me tell you the lore, Freddie, uh, Dan, since you're new in town." And like, Kristen is just not okay, because she realized she's like the last of the Dream Warriors, and she just can't really like get her shit together. But like, she realistically think that they were gonna get anything accomplished at, at that moment in the movie. No, she's new to this. She, she just started. <laughs> what about you, Preston? Do you think did you really feel like anything of of, of merit would happen in this point of, in the flick? 
No, and I mean, now that you tell me about the writer's strike, I did not know that, and it makes total sense now, because I, I've had such good memories of this movie for years, and like every time somebody at like horror convention or just one of my friends has talked shit about it, I've been like, no, no, that's that's one of the good ones. And now seeing it again after some time and distance, I think that I really kind of got seduced by the uh, the concept and the ideas behind it and the some of the characters, and now watching it looking at it kind of globally as a movie it's like i see where all of the flaws are and the 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 pacing of it is very weird uh and the exposition like you say it's very forced at this point uh it's you you can see where they were fighting against the 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 strictures that they were up against right i I did appreciate the mom cameo uh and her (laughs) and her white mom uh spanish i'm the light oh fucking I'm the light. Yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ. That pissed me off. I also I like, like how, but it's like, she literally just, she, she wasn't like, she was going to have Alice get in the car with her though. That, that's what threw me the fuck off. I thought she was like, I got to go guys. But she just got in her own car. And I was like, what was, so we just had that. We just needed another cameo to abruptly stop this, uh, <laughs> this corner they're about to paint themselves in. And I love how, um, you know, Chris's mom basically fucks her over and gives her sleeping pills in her water. And it's, I enjoy her reaction. I, but I'm mad because I know that uh, uh, Patricia Arquette would have nailed this line way better than um, Tuesday night or whatever her name was. Was it Tuesday night or Thursday night? I thought it was Tuesday night. I don't know. Tuesday night. Okay. Wednesday, yeah. Wednesday night? She's a see you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> um, I enjoyed the... Uh, the panic i'm falling asleep cam i thought that was cool but what the mm-hmm. fuck was she doing she was like getting she was getting shit to leave <laughs> like, she was just, the, the items she was grabbing man she grabbed like a coat like just some random knickknacks and shit i'm like what are you doing <laughs> like just <laughs> i'm running away in circles leave me alone <laughs> I just I just hate this because she's such a great character in number three, and this is just kind of this this ignominious end for her. And I mean, I love Alice. I prefer Alice at the heroine. I think it's really great that the torch gets passed to her. But like like you say, this whole crazy freak out as she's falling asleep. I feel like the the character in part three would have handled it a lot better. Yeah, she just would have tried to beat her mom up a little bit before she fucking like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she would have roughed her up. Like yo, look what you killed me! Like like the whole you murdered me, mom would have been more. It'd have been more heart wrenching rather than like, uh, go whatever cursing to just, just go ahead, just go ahead and go. So, but she falls asleep and she remembers the, her goofy ass conversation with Alice, and uh, she thinks of a happy place. Right? She's at a, she's at a beach, and she's just relaxing. But you would think, you know, being a veteran dream warrior, that if you see any little girl in your dream, you're in danger. Right? Why would you even like? Yes, this is this is fine. This is fine. And I was like, no, it's not. It's not fine. You were in your house. <laughs> Get up! Like it's not fine. I uh, I was laughing because I was thinking about our uh, <laughs> our part two conversation with uh, No Redeeming Qualities, where he made the joke about it's Freddy in bird form, and I just laughed because it's Freddy in shark form. <laughs> I was thinking like uh, Freddy shark do 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 murder shark do do. I hate you. I hate everything about you right now. It's a cool visual though. I'm not gonna lie to you, because like it, it looks like a it looks like a fin, then it looks like a like a crazy like dinosaur monster fin, and then it mm-hmm. you but you could see the fireworks attached to it. Did y'all see that? 
if you watch it again, there's like this little weird little thing hanging off of it. It was the fireworks that was going to expose the glove. Ah. So you can see like the firework rig hanging off of it. But it's still a cool visual. It's, it's the 80s. It's, it's practical. I'm not mad at it. And um, he explodes the uh, sandcastle. Maybe the little girl too? I don't I don't. Maybe. Yes. The little girl too. Okay, sure. Um, And he's there and he puts on. <laughs> I can't. What? This is Freddy on vacay. I said, uh, yeah, I buy this. Preston, your thoughts when he put the shades on, and he <laughs> and he stomped their head into the sand. It this <laughs> this really is this is the movie where Freddy Krueger becomes like the popular conception of the character. Because something that I think is, was cool about him in the first three movies, and that really set him apart from some of the other slasher icons, was that. He was not only genuinely scary, but he had like this menacing personality. Like Jason is scary because he's giant and he's undead and he can snap you like a twig. And Michael Myers is scary because there's no sense of personality there. And Freddy Krueger is scary because it's like, what if the hateful old fuck who lives down the street from you was not only undead, but immortal and like all powerful. Right. And Robert England gives him like this real like sex predator vibe. Yeah. And it's like yeah. shit. And then you get to part four and he becomes like this wisecracking like joke. And mm-hmm. like this is where Freddy Krueger kind of starts to become a parody of himself. And we've got this sort of conceptual decay with the character. Right. It's <laughs> I don't know what it was about the shades that cracked me the fuck. It was just it was just goofy. And then like he <laughs> when he when he like pie faces her with his foot to the sand. I thought that's how she died. I was like, that is so yeah. lame. I was like, okay, then, and she's dead. Because he gets over. a good laugh in there, like, <laughs> like he was, he, he was enjoying it. And then she falls back into the goddamn house. I'm like, God damn it. So long story short, he 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 gets her and he throws her into the the furnace lake thingy, and um, she's yes. fucked. And like, you know, because he he basically wanted to use he he wanted to use Christian as a conduit to bring in more fresh meat, if you will. And Alice bumblefucks into the dream. And like when he chunks her into the fucking furnace, he's like, real quick, take my power. And I'm like, what? It turns into an episode of Sailor Moon for like 2.5 seconds. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And like she she bounce passes her powers. Cause I guess when he, when she dies, she goes into Freddy's chest, which is a which is a place now. Yeah. Um she goes into Freddy's chest and then she like spirit bombs her power back into Alice, and then Alice flies out of the dream, right? Yep. It's a it's Why? a it's a messy sequence. <laughs> it's a messy ass sequence. It's this is one of those things I was talking about where you can see the cool ideas and then you get to the poor execution. Right. So like there's also that part where like Freddy finds when Freddy brings Alice in or finally and like, come to daddy. And I was like, is that uh, gonna be a thing? No. <laughs> no. That's you being that's you being a writer. But no. <laughs> but um it's like it would make sense right like we gotta find all the uh, the nightmare on elm street kids and it's like well what if they're all dead what happens next then i need to find a way to come back to life i need a body give me your body <laughs> yeah, we, we, we tried that in two that didn't go so well but this will be more consensual <laughs> stop uh <laughs> so <laughs> but um uh, like what I hate is like you you see you see the you see the, you see the building blocks of something cool right because the whole mirror thing the like you know Chris is dead 
she takes the you know the picture off the picture burns up because it's freddie in there being an asshole but she gets a glimpse at herself for the first time in like a long time right because there's like this whole idea going on about like her going on this journey of self-actualization and like her sublimating her identity to the people around her and like her learning to grow through her friends and become her own person that's all very cool on paper yeah it's just they couldn't pull it off without it being cheesy yeah, I mean, it's, she she gets power by the by the power of friendship, basically. At the end of the fucking, we'll, we'll get to it. She is Sailor Moon. Yeah. So, um, god damn it, I love how every I love at the at the, at the funeral service for for Chris, like all the protagonists are buried by each other. <laughs> That's what I was like. Oh, this is a big old. This is the Freddy plot. Apparently, this is where they bury them. Dream Warrior Cemetery. Apparently, they just had them all over there. The Dream, Mo- the Dream Memorial Cemetery. <laughs> yeah. So there's some tension, you know. Bring our heroes. Right. Remembering our heroes. Honestly, it would have been dope if they had like the, like a big black marble memorial of all the Dream Warriors. That'd be pretty fucking badass. <laughs> just one. Just one old Ralph from a character just <laughs> tapping another name into the side. It's like a giant claw. Yeah. It's a it's a big pillar of uh, no-dos. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome if it was. It was just a picture of Freddy's head, and he's scratching another nail like, ah, gotcha, bitch. Uh, <laughs> um, so, like, you know, the brother and sister are arguing about the whole Freddy vibe, you know, because, you know, Rick is upset about his, I, I put that with dick finger quotes, um, he's upset about his girlfriend being dead, but, um, you know, Alice is more torn up about it, and there's a lot of infighting about, you know, Freddy's existence, and just talking about Freddy in general, because, honestly, Rick's tired of hearing that shit, and, um, oh, dude, Sheila's so fucking adorable, man, she made, she made this Ghostbuster device that takes bugs away to help Debbie out, man. So fucking cute. Yeah. It's so fucking cute. And it uses sound waves. It makes no sense, but whatever. Like she's, I thought it was going to be a bigger thing, but whatever. Uh, yeah, no, I know. Because it. if anything was Chekhov's gun, it was definitely that. I was like, oh, shit. Okay, well, that's... that's but she's so cute. Wow, she, <laughs> I made this device that, like, creates a sonic wave to, like, disperse bugs, but it also has this weird effect on delta waves, which are kind of the same waves you have with dreams. So it might mess up your brain a little bit. I don't know. Let's try it out. Like, she almost would have been there to write that in. <laughs> I mean, she might as well have Cisco'd her way into fucking. <laughs> she could have. She could have Cisco science her way into like press this button and then you can't dream for the next twenty minutes. We still give you a nap. Uh. So um, this is where we find out that Alice has picked up Christian's smoking habit. Ooh, whatever, guys. I don't know. I was upset at this part of the fucking film, guys, because like I didn't realize what was happening. Because um, I guess. I guess Alice's uh, strong daydreams is a nice window for Freddy to come in and fuck up some shit. Well, it, but then, like, Christian has the ability to dream hop, which Alice didn't have. Right, she has that now. So she has the dream hopping. But she has it now, yeah. Right, dream, dream hopping, hopping plus um, the just the vivid daydream. So, like, this hurt me, dude, because she was in fucking danger now, and I didn't realize she was going to be in danger so goddamn soon. I was so hurt. Yeah, because like, I even wrote it down. Though, like, we're focusing way too much on Sheila. She's about to die, uh, <laughs> dude. Like, this it, it, hurt. Because, like, honestly, it's it should be a scarier scene having two only two people in on the murder, and no one else is like paying fucking mm-hmm. attention. It should be a little bit more. But I was, I think, I was just too concerned with Sheila's uh, 
well-being at this point. I was just like, no, 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 no. Because like, um, the robot hand, the fuck? Anybody? What was the point of that? Because she's a nerd? Yep, <laughs> I guess. It's like they were running out of ideas. It's like, we, we got to kill her. She's smart. Smart people like robots that go with it. <laughs> I'll get uppercutted by a Gundam just for no fucking reason. Just, just yep. because. He likes anime. You love this, right? Yeah. Just have have a Goku leg punch him. Fuck it. Who, who gives a shit? Like, I feel like you might go out like Joey except maybe Matazorati choking you to death. That's fair. Like, no, yeah, no, I would I would I would be drowned by giant breasts. That's that's a fact. Nah. That's how Freddy gets me. I just literally get lost in a sea of tits and it's, <laughs> and I wouldn't be as upset as you think. Um yes. <laughs> stop. stop. This is no. how I wanted to go. <laughs> this is the worst. <laughs> you see me poor baby all on myself so I can slip down further. Um yeah. <laughs> Too much about myself. Sorry, Preston. Uh, but yeah, man, she's intact in class. He walks up to her, and this now, this is predatory as all the fuck. Jesus Christ. Well, she was 19 at the time, so it's okay. Still, still, still. I, I did the math. I, I need I need a two in front of her. Anyway, moving on. But that's good to know. I don't feel as much of a creep. Chris yeah. Hansen, stand down. Um go back in the corner. <laughs> But um, you know, she has asthma, so this this was an apropos murder. Like this 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 kill made perfect sense, and it was horrifying. I was sad. I was I was pulling for her to live. <laughs> I, know, I right? really loved her. I know. Uh, like you, that's exactly her, that's exactly the kind of girl I would have had a crush on in high school. You know, like really fun and smart and like extroverted and like unexpectedly funny at the right time she she's not the shy retiring put upon nerd character you typically see in stuff like this right and so to it- see that type of character and then for her to be like this cute girl it was like really great and then then she gets killed it's like no come on man can't can't there be two survivors in this one she was like one she's all that makeover away from being just stupid hot Cause like she had her glasses off. It's like you had bags in your eyes. I'm like, I don't. She looks, she looks gorgeous. I don't know what you're talking about here. But, but Freddie sucks all the air out of her, dude, and it looks horrific. Um, cause she was already tiny, and she was even tinier. And I was just like, Jesus. And um, you know, when, when everyone wakes up, we just see her just fucking die in the middle of class. And I'm like, somebody help her! I was so upset. I was just, why are you looking at her? Help her, please help her. <laughs> that was, but CPR, somebody, please, God. Give her her inhaler. Something. They just stared at her. Oh, shit. Yep. She's dead. She's dead, Jim. Alice tried, but she gets like, you know, invisible slaps, which is pretty funny. He's like, do you all see that? <laughs> you guys not see this demon in the room? And everybody He's just, in the room. And everybody thinks she's just being a bitch making it about herself. <laughs> it's like, shut the fuck up, Alice. It's oh, about you right now. I love- this life is in trouble. <laughs> not all lives. We get, uh, you know what, let's just skip some shit, because some of this is pointless, right? Because like, we got more pictures coming down the mirror. She's seeing more of herself, right? And um, Dan goes See, to- See, t- I thought this was going to be like a big reveal or something. No, like, hey, no. well, you and I are the same. The mirror shows us that we're the same. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just whatever. So, like, she talks to Dan for 2.5 seconds, whatever. That's pointless. I don't know why I made a note of that. But there's a class- um, remember, remember, yep. I made a joke about Danzig uh, giving drinks over in uh, part two. <laughs> that was actually uh, one of the heads of New Line Cinema, and he makes a cameo again as the guy talking about the. Cl- they have dream class in high school, and and like he's talking about the fucking dream master. And I was like, okay, this better be a fucking dream. 
This better be a goddamn dream. I, that's what I thought it was. Wasn't it like it was, and it, it comes up later because he's like, in the mythology, there's a good gate and a bad gate, and one of each have a guardian that protects the side. And I was like, <sighs> if this doesn't come back, I feel like we're just wasting time here. You guys didn't have dream class in high school? <laughs> I, I thought that was. No, that was right next to the class about credit and taxes. <laughs> I guess, maybe it's a Midwestern thing. Man, maybe maybe that's why you're, a, you're an accomplished author and we're not. <laughs> we were deprived of our dream class. <laughs> Fucking damn you, America. But uh, <laughs> honestly, dude, that's I was getting frustrated. Cause I was like, get the fuck out. He had notes about the dream master. Oh, God damn it. Uh, whatever. Notes on the dream masters. So Rick dozes off on a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Which you do. Um... I like how the toilet turns into Cabrini Green from uh, Candyman out of nowhere. Like, just graffiti everywhere. And there's yep. cheerleaders. I guess he was going to dream of a reverse gangbang and it doesn't happen. I, I don't I don't understand the cheerleaders. <laughs> I, I don't get it. Unless he was... Because, like, apparently... I, I, let me know if I missed this. He was supposed to have a fear of elevators. Okay, I got that part. Okay. When? Oh, they were. Well, I I feel like they made a. They should have written it in. Yeah. Okay. Like okay. Something. Okay. You're right. That's okay. So like the reason he's in the elevator because he's supposed to have a fear of elevators. And originally, I thought he, like it would make sense if he had a fear of tight spaces. Right. If he was claustrophobic, then having the chili use the pom poms. But it, it was pointless. It was point. And then like Alice saw him for two seconds, and then she disappears. And we see like a you know a, a gross, bloody, burnt up uh, Christian two whatever. It, it, all that doesn't matter. So what's supposed to happen was. He's supposed to be freaking out in this elevator and die via elevator murder. The elevator is supposed to crash in some crazy ass, insane fashion where that will kill him. That's how he was supposed to die. They did not have the budget. That's what I thought was going to happen. They didn't have the budget, guys. They literally ran out of money and they had to reshoot this scene that we see now. So this Japanese massage parlor, that that, that just (laughs) was part of the budget, I guess. They just had this... Lying around, Robert Englund was like, I need a Japanese massage parlor for the off days. And it's like, yeah, sure. We Bro. can shoot in it and just use it for later. That's probably why Freddie wasn't there either, because this, this this was a tacked on maneuver here. This was the lamest shit I've ever seen in my life. Like learn, learning about it after the fact, I was like, oh, this is really the worst. Cause he we see Rick just karate fighting nobody this entire time. Why weren't there ninjas? Why wasn't it like Freddie in like a samurai outfit with like five samurai swords? Like, Fuck that would have been awesome. Make it if you're having a Japanese motif, make it more like a Japanese thing. Like make him fight a Ronin of like like a badass guy with those big ass Shaolin sticks and like nah, they, with they, the giant record at the end. They, I don't know. They literally it, 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 it literally were out of money. They literally it was like they were up yeah. against budget, and that's why it looked as bare bones as it is. They could have done the Highlander thing where it's just one giant window and then <laughs> silhouettes. <laughs> they could have I did. I did enjoy how like uh, the director of uh, Electra was uh, probably inspired by this. He's like, "Oh man, I like that. I'll use that later." Yeah. Oh, look at he's fighting sheets. <laughs> um, big wet fart of a death. Power. Like I love how everyone else gets these extravagant deaths, and he just literally he 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 centers he literally centers his chakras and like you know almost has a karate comeback and kicks off his glove that came out of nowhere, and the glove just flies into his chest, and that's it. Yep. The end. Preston, your thoughts? Yeah, they on really the ran out of money. What they could have done is do like a Raiders of the Lost Ark thing, and they could have just had Freddy shoot him. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Man, that would have been amazing. 
doing all this kung fu stuff, and then Freddy just pulls out a gun and just shoots him. He does the best kung fu bullshit. He's oh. like, come on, man. He's like, I don't fight like that. It's like, Dude, honestly, I, I love I love how just we're just fucking around, and you guys came up with two much better fucking things. I think that was better. That, that would have been, been. Oh, come on! So when it would have been just as bad. So when Rick dies, like Alice fucking feels this shit in her goddamn souls. I, I, I something like they might have actually been twins, but she fucking like recoils. I was thinking Scarlet Witch. I was like, oh, so she had a Scarlet Witch moment. Like really? my twin is dead. That's exactly what happens though, because she explodes all the fucking windows. No one talks about that. Nope. I'm like, yo, what the fuck was that? Y'all remember when Alice went? fucking carry in the goddamn classroom like nobody talks about it nobody no we don't talk about that we don't talk about that one and we don't talk about the school shooter that disappeared we don't talk about that jesus <laughs> jesus christ we just have a longer parade that year yeah. and that's it. <laughs> jesus christ so um uh, what the fuck i put i put in my notes easily the dumbest daydream i can't remember what this was i thought was upset about something because the acting was bad. Rick, like, they, they literally oh about my to God. put him in the ground. And then Rick climbs out of the coffin and is like, Hello, ah, baby. a joke. I did it just as fool Freddy, right? Nah, I'm just fucking with you. I'm really dead. Go back in my coffin. Yeah, and that's it. The, the hello baby part made it the worst. That was like, honestly, I was like, oh, this movie sucks. Like, that's what it did. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Preston, supposed to be good, Preston how, how how hard was the recoil when you came back seeing that scene, man? I'm curious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I just, what is what she's like, I'm not gonna dream anymore. And he's like, all right, I'll fuck off and get back into the coffin then. Like what this uh, it was it was awful. It was awful. That should have been that should have really like been on the cutting room floor. That was one of the worst. Like y'all you could have saved money on a on a funeral scene and finished mm-hmm. the fucking kill. And just have her oh, crying in her room. Had another dream where like they're in a, like a back room and it's all like Japanese lit, and he's passing his samurai sword to her and is like, "Now you have my skill." And then she wakes up, and we get that same type of information, like, "Oh, so she has Rick's powers now." It's, Rick's it's like it's, bullshit training. It's all bullshit because like Alice is trying to meet up with. Dick. I just honestly, I, I felt more helpless for Alice at this point. With who she had left to help, because Debbie, Debbie should have been dead. Sheila should have been around for the planning of how to fight Freddie, but she stuck with Debbie and Dan for Christ's sake. And yeah. Debbie's Debbie's Freddy like, goes after the smart people first. Because <laughs> Debbie's like, I didn't work out super hard to be taken out I mean, by the night stalker. I mean, to, like right. for like the last movie with Philip, he's like, you know what? We should just go in there and kick his fucking ass. And Freddie's like, no, I can't have that. Yeah, he murdered Philip immediately. He was like, "No, you're too, way too, you're way too above board. You gotta die." Yeah. I like how all, all <laughs> I just love how this is how how much they 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 just bust down my woman Sheila, man. Like all Alice said is like, "It's mine over matter," and they're like, "Oh, Sheila used to say that." And I'm like, "Shut up, shut up, <laughs> shut up." That was that was the only thing Sheila was known for. That was the only thing she was known for. Shut the fuck up. Not her incredible brilliance or her adorable smile. It was just the fact that she said that phrase. I was pissed. I mean, granted, Kurtz's smoking really isn't like a good trait to fight. <laughs> but still, how dare you? How dare you just boil her down to just mind over matter? Oh, what? And um, we get a nunchuck sequence just, you know, because we got to, we really have to realize that she's the goddamn 
the dream master guys she's the dream master <sighs> also um another sequence she's the megazord there's another sequence they could have totally skipped because like she's, she's supposed to run to go meet up with debbie and um dan right debbie and dan and um yep. you know dan isn't there because you know she doesn't realize she's fucking asleep but we see a whole fucking movie theater sequence that could have been skipped so we can have our boy rick die the right way but whatevs um it was showing reefer madness which is supposed to be like an inside joke because um oh, god damn it like somebody was uh i think it was the the rob shear guy sold copies mm-hmm. of uh reefer madness to like uh make money for new line cinema Oh. It was some kind of it was like some kind of weird inside joke. So, but it, it's also, but who, who gives a fuck? Like, why are we doing this? Why? Why is she walking into like? I guess I'll go catch a whole old timey movie while I wait for fucking. How would Dan know? There's no cell phones. There's no. There's no reason to be in here. Yeah, this is definitely going to keep you awake for sure. So I, I had I, I shed no tears when she lost three hundred dollars in fucking concessions, like through her little dream sucking <laughs> shit. This this was dumb. This was dumb to me. And it made no fuck. It was no point. There was no point having her like now. Granted, it would have been better if she just walked into the diner to wait and then fell into the dream sequence and just cut out all that extra bullshit with the whole theater thing. Because the whole point was her to see her old self in the diner. Like, I'm never going to leave here. And I was like, OK, that was that a fear you had? Because I didn't know. But then we get oh, wait, that was that was something she did say. She did say like. Like, uh, like you got to work on your school. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck here forever. Like, that is my worst nightmare. And like, I was oh. like, oh, so eventually that's going to come back. And that it one, did. Yeah. And I was like, but it's still not that like, that's not a real big, sad thing. Like, whatever. Yeah, I, it, 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 I missed it because it was such a throwaway line. And then um, Freddie comes out of nowhere and he orders a fucking pizza <laughs> at a diner. <laughs> the fuck? He goes to a diner for pizza. Child murderers. That's who. Child murderers. <laughs> Wait, you want a, you want an omelet and you want spaghetti? Fuck you both. Fuck child murderers. <laughs> <laughs> I did I did appreciate the meatball gag. I'm not gonna lie. I did appreciate it. I thought it was kind of a cool look with uh Rick as a meatball getting stabbed in the head. That was cool. I was I was a cool. I love soul food. And I yeah. was like Boo! Yeah, that was that was a bad one. <laughs> a lot of dad jokes from Freddie. Yeah, a lot of a lot of bad dad jokes. Um, I like how Alice fucks up. No and wonder just... you're a child murderer. You like <laughs> <laughs> your jokes murdered children. Jesus. <laughs> so um, I like how Alice just fucks up. She's trying so hard not to offer up any of her friends, but she offers up Debbie like a dumbass. And uh, why didn't she like think of people she hated? <laughs> I mean, think of your dad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if anything, just, just cue up somebody that deserves it. Um, yeah, I was like, you know that gym teacher keeps looking at me weird? Kill him. I know, right? fine. <laughs> <laughs> he replaced the last one, but it's fine. Kill him. I know, right? We still had an equally struck, like, <laughs> mean gym teacher. <laughs> it's like the same. I'll carry on Snyder's legacy by yelling at these children as hard as I can. But, Come on, hustle up, boys! <laughs> Um, I like how Alice and Dan get stuck in a time loop. I thought that was kind of that was kind of cool. Um, but Debbie's fucked, man, because she's <laughs> she's playing some more sensual, sexy ass music as uh, she gets ready to work out. To, I guess stay awake. And I mean, um, that's what I that's what I do when I want to work out. I definitely listen to some nice sensual eighties pop. <laughs> gets me pumped. <laughs> um, 
fucking a grody kill here, man. Um, Cause he, he shows up to give her like the reverse spot. And when her elbows snap, Oh fuck, bro. And I, I thought, thought that was, was going to be quicker. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they made an action figure of this kill. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, back, yeah. Back in the early two thousands, I used to collect the, uh, the NECA, uh, more action figures. I'd go to this uh, this movie and uh, magazine store in Houston. Hastings. You guys are from Houston. I remember yeah. Hastings. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Hastings would always have like two dozen of these action figures of this kill, and it had like these giant cockroach arms that you had to assemble yourself because they were so big. I think this action figure was probably like eight inches wide when you put it all together. And I would Jeez. always go to Hastings looking for a new Jason or a Freddy, but no, it's always the fucking cockroach kill. It looks terrifying. It looks terrifying as fuck. Cinema of Fear. Yeah, Debbie Stevens. Didn't know she had a last name. It's a it's a cool kill, but like Debbie was such a like not important character to me. Yeah. Yeah, she I was there. I they, do nothing. They memorialized this particular kill. And they made so many of them. It's like there were sometimes when I would go someplace and the only NECA figure they would have <laughs> was this. I mean, it's it's memorable, I guess. But she was because I, I think I think that boiled down back to like I was like, man, like this, everyone talks about the sleeping bag kill. But the person who was killed was such a nobody. Like wasn't even an important character. Like I don't remember her name. She was just she, it was it was it was a tacked on kill. It was a tacked on kill for time. Yep. And it was like sleeping bag, the best one ever. And it's like, well, who? She she didn't matter, but whatever. She she gets Cronenberg basically because she goes on some sticky paper. Her fucking face peels off, which is pretty cool. And she yeah. turns into a whole roach. And he like it was a roach motel, and he crushes her. A lot more juice in their body than I thought there would be. <laughs> it's all those extra apples she ate. <laughs> she stayed hydrated. She, she stayed hydrated. <laughs> she was <laughs> squish. But I was like, that's in my mind. I was like, that is a lot for such a very barely on the screen character, man. And like, I love when that money went in the budget. Right. Give, give that to Rick, man. Give Rick the anyway. I think the writer hated her the most. <laughs> Stupid working out bitch. I hate her. I hate her. Fucking Debbie. Uh, leave me, will you? You'll die. Yeah, fuck you, and Dynasty. Dallas was better. Dallas was way better. Um, so sorry. <laughs> I like how um, you know, Alice realizes it's a time loop, and I swear to God, dude. So like when she's like I thought, trying to I thought I thought Dan figured it out first, which was like, oh my god, oh you're you right. This, you are this dumb that the jock is like six before. I'm just like, yeah, this is like the sixth time you've had this conversation <laughs> now. And I was like, so switch things up, have him drive, then you sit there. It probably would have been see what happened. Probably would have been better break, for Dan. Break the loop. That'd have been better for Dan. But what's what, what really cracked me up, guys? So somewhere, like somewhere in the, I don't, <laughs> I don't know whose notes this was, but at this point in time, with Debbie being dead, uh, Alice was, was supposed to have inherited Debbie's rage, <laughs> and that's why she tries to run over Freddie with the car. I oh. shit you not. I Did shit I you not. <laughs> nope. Makes no sense. And they eat a whole tree. And I love how, like, drunk driver situation where, like, Alice has zero damage, but our boy Dan is fucked. Oh, he's all the way. This is what happens. Like, this is how it's supposed to happen in Jason 7, where it's like, you see him in the middle of the road and it's like, drive at him. But no, 
It's a fucking tree. Stop the car. Oh, God damn it, Doc. So, like, Dan, Dan's fucked. He's about to get put under. And it's a race against time. And, like, the dad magically shows up to basically get his uh, car key stolen from uh, Alice. <laughs> she runs home. She runs home and she armors the fuck up, guys. She puts on all her cool-ass 80s joint-ass accessories. Uh, the cool bracelet. The bracelet of Amun-Ra that was given to her from Debbie. He, um... I mean, it's a cool sequence. This, this is the most anime thing I've ever seen. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not mad at the the Dream Master action figure, but I'm, I'm mad that they didn't call uh, Barry Gordy to come in to chime in to give him a, a remix of the, you know, you are the Dream Master. <laughs> I see, I think this this sequence like became the entire movie for me the first time I watched it because I would like think back on the movie. And I realize it's always specifically this sequence I remember. And it's like, it's fair. this is like the, the, the badass energy vibes that the entire rest of the film needed to sustain itself. I'm, I'm not, I mean, dude, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like it, I did perk up. Cause I, once she took, when she took the headband and tied it around her fist on the same side as the, uh, the little wrist bracelet. And I'm like, oh shit, that's like the opposite of Freddy's glove. Like, okay, that's gonna be a thing. And I was waiting for them to like, you know, punch fists at each, each other. other. Yeah, like their fists connect or some shit. And there's like a that'd have been a cooler ending, rather than whatever the fuck we Power get. Power friendship smash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the all for one, bro. Really, we gonna <laughs> all for one. <laughs> I actually prefer that would have been dope. Yeah, why the fuck can she just do that? Why can't she just use the power of friendship punch versus what we're about to talk about in a couple of minutes? Friendship, one hundred percent. I would have took that. I would have. I would have. I would have enjoyed that. Cause like we, oh. whatever. Let's let's get to it, guys. So like Dan goes under. Dan goes under. Right. This is gets over with. Dan goes under. <laughs> There's some dream shenanigans, right? And like Alice, um, Alice, you know, has like she fully sees herself and she fuck going into the looking glass. She drop kicks into the goddamn looking glass, right? And there's a whole like thing happening, and like um, Dan takes a little bit of damage in the dream world, and he starts hemorrhaging, and he wakes up out of his fucking uh, sleep. So he's out of the he's out of the picture. He never mattered anyway. He's just he's just a penis yeah. for Alice to have sex with later. He's nothing. He's he's the Princess Peach of it all. Yeah, he's just yeah. Fuck out of really here. Is, yeah. Yeah, get out of here, Dan. Kind of a cool. <laughs> Go to another yeah. castle. You'll be fine. <laughs> it's a cool little gender flip. It's like the heroine gets all of the development and focus, and then he is just a a sexy piece of meat for her to win in the end. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Totally cool. Let's go. Just hunky, big jaw guy. Just what? Oh, I gotta go. No. So he's gone, and we have a full ass fucking. I mean, it's a it's a karate. It's, it's the karate fight we should have had. A full battle. She's using all of Rick's skills and shit. All of uh, the cardio that you know and um and fitness prowess that Debbie's has, um, uh, s- black girl smarts. I don't know. Some some something something with Sheila. <laughs> I guess yeah. something something with Sheila who did things. Yeah, yeah. whatever. But um, <laughs> they're fine. I mean, she like, did she did use Sheila's like magical sound like bug device. Oh yeah, like, she. I forgot she MacGyvered she a repulsor blast. Yeah, yeah, she MacGyvered into a Ghostbuster beam, and I was like, but then he just. Fucking shrugs that off too. He took a lot of damage too, because she's like, it was all kicks to the face, like all she didn't hit him in the chest once, all in the mouth. Yeah. I was like, Jesus, and he's just this taking like, it. This was like watching Cap fight Thanos again. I was just like, <laughs> you're not doing anything. <laughs> I mean, you're doing your best, but you're not doing anything. 
And I'm I'm mad that the power of friendship punches aren't working. I was hoping that the uh, I was hoping she was gonna like gore him with the bandana bracelet fist, right? Yeah, something. And none of that's happening. And he like bitch slaps her across the fucking room and shit. And she like hits a corner of the fucking church or something they're in. <laughs> and uh, it's a Mortal Kombat stage. Why are they fighting in a church? I feel like that's like Freddy's weakness. I don't, dude. Yeah. I, I don't know, guys. Catholic guilt apparently is Freddy's weakness. <laughs> <laughs> Straight talk. None of that shit. You keep that amoral shit to yourself, boy. When you think about I it, that feel like- almost makes sense. Because... <laughs> He grew up in a he grew up in a Catholic orphanage. That makes sense. Oh fuck! Hey, uh, what about to say, Preston? I was gonna say I, I almost feel like at this point they are operating on music video logic because like I'm thinking back and it seems like there were all these music videos on MTV back in the day where it would just like cut to somebody singing in a church for some reason. I think just because it looked cool and it's like. <laughs> They're just yeah. operating on that logic now. They're just like, well, this is like really MTV style, and yeah. we got like all this like MTV music, and let's just go for total synergy, people. This movie will end as a music video. So you know, but I'm like, I'm trying to Google like a prayer to see when that what, what year that came out. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Like, September 1988. Oh wait, the, 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 it was recorded on September 1988. I don't know when the when the video came out. January eighty nine. Okay, it's in the same. It's in the same wheelhouse. It's, it's within a year. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Maybe maybe you got something to that Catholic guilt because like the kids come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. For whatever the fuck reason, and they're not jumping rope or anything. They're just making up this whole Dream Master limerick that never existed until now. And I still don't know how the limerick actually goes because it changed like five times in this whole fucking movie. And like she remembers yeah. like, oh yeah, look at yourself and evil will die. I'm like, bitch, what? And she just, oh yeah, she pennant stares Freddy, and I'm like, <laughs> okay. So, so you guys just went, you guys took all the, forgot the last Marvel reference you guys could use in the last movie, and it was Ghost Rider. Okay. <laughs> but what made me mad is like, but he used mirrors as a fucking weapon in the last movie. So what are we, what are we yep. doing? When was mirrors a thing? Is it, is it actually Catholic guilt, like you said, like he has to look at himself and realize all the kids are killed, and they just come out of him and shit. <laughs> That's what it was. It was pennant stare. He saw he was tormented by the souls that he took, and they were literally torn apart. This was weak sauce, man. Uh, Preston, like your, your your thoughts on this? Now, granted, the payoff amazing, but the reason stupid. I like the Catholic guilt idea. That's cool. I'm gonna go with it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It makes it better. It makes it go down smoother. <laughs> I know that resonates it's with you because you different. <laughs> Cause you're Catholic, so I know that I know that struck a nerve. Sorry, <laughs> my bad. I didn't know. No, 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 no. It's perfect. No, it's hilarious. It's That's per- why I cracked it. It's perfect. So now you fucked him up. It was perfect. <laughs> but I love, I love how like Freddy's, Freddy's like falling apart. Like all the souls are revolting. Uh, they're trying to get out of his body. Uh, he killed someone with a giant pair of tits. Apparently, I don't know what that was yeah. about. <laughs> I don't remember that person. I don't know who that was. But- she had some giant tits. It was just like, I don't know how to feel about that. I was like, this is that's a t- bad time to have an awakening, to see a pair of boobs pressed through Freddy's skin. I was just like, Jesus, Ugh. 
Yeah, you just know that there was some poor, awkward teenager back in the 80s for whom this was their first glimpse of nudity, and it gave them many, many problems that they're still discussing with a therapist today. Yeah, that's a that's a difficult boner to explain. Man, I definitely hope they're still discussing it, otherwise they're going to be starting murdering children. <laughs> <laughs> or... Smothering them with latex. I don't know. There's, there's a lot. There's, there's a lot of. There's a lot of ways that can go. <laughs> or putting on his clown makeup and throwing chawing sawing people in half. <laughs> oh, you think yeah, terrifier saw and he's like, yes. I, it's like, yeah. I gotta cut more boobs out of her. There's, there's more boobs inside. I promise. Yeah, why? Like a why am I getting hard from this? <laughs> <laughs> so um, you know, Fred, whatever. Freddie gets ripped to shreds and he dies more or less. And uh, all the souls, all the good children and shit, and the chesty broad that died apparently sometime in the future. <laughs> they all ascend through the window to heaven in, in dreamland and um until the sequel i know yep i know because <laughs> basically we just we just have dan who, who's fully prepared now and ready to smash um he's out there walking with alice having a good old time and they go to a wishing well and alice thinks she sees a reflection of freddie honestly you saw a reflection of freddie no one no one on earth dresses like freddie krueger nobody yeah who the fuck has a red and green sweater? Nobody. With with, with a fedora. With a fedora. Show me Nobody. <laughs> Nobody has ever done that in the history of life. Like, fuck. I, I, I literally thought the Wishmaster was going to be behind them. <laughs> <laughs> you have done well. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been... That'd have been hilarious. I like how um I like how the music that uh, Debbie was working out to came full circle for me, and I just started dying laughing. Um... <laughs> You know, because it's funny how like you see how Freddie dies, and then you hear a song that's about put your hands all over me, and it's like, oh, that's that's how Freddie died. And and then you think about the tits again, and you're bothered all over. Again. <laughs> oh, a poor child who was affected by this. I, I hope you're okay. <laughs> please get the help you need, please. <laughs> oh, I died laughing though. I was like, that's not the that's not the song you play when you end a horror movie. <laughs> What does that? But whatever. It doesn't. Somebody who got the wrong message. It's like, wait, we wanted the creepy, like, child singing thing. Which one did you give us? The one we were going to use for the end of the sex video? Ah, <laughs> it'll be fine. <laughs> uh, at least at least they went to the, the I think, the Fat Boys uh, song later on where Freddie gets to rap, which is pretty fun. I, I remember seeing that as a kid. God. And that's why I was never oh. afraid. I was never scared. Of, I was never scared of Freddie, like ever as a kid, because like that was my introduction. Was Freddie rapping? I was okay. like, you can't be that bad. And he got defeated by Dokken not too far after that. So it was like, what? what the fuck? Just music. Just pull out a boombox. You'll be fine. Or a mirror. <laughs> Whatever. Penance stare. <laughs> oh, my own sins against me. Why do I care now? Because I enjoyed killing them all. Anyway, moving on. So. uh <laughs> Honestly, the mirror kill, the mirror kill is equivalent to dead dad coming out of the water, uh, bringing Jason down. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's a, it's a good tie. But then again, at least the the dead dad coming out of the water made way more sense. Even though it was like, why do y'all can recover his body from the fucking lake? Still made more sense than this. Freddy's all of Freddy's deaths are kind of like what, except for the first one. The first one was good because it never really yeah. truly worked and it made sense. Everything from here on out had made no sense. Because how did how did Freddy? Oh no 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 no! Dream Warrior's death made sense. Yeah yeah. Cause Dream Warrior's three are cool. Because because you got God involved. Part two made no sense. Yeah. Like making out with Freddy kills him. Okay. 
Well, apparently part two is like the, what do you call it? The, it's a one-off. It doesn't exist. It's right, like, right, right, right. it's like Freddy versus Ash versus Jason. This doesn't exist. <laughs> I think, I think a number two staying in the closet is what defeats Freddy. Put him back in the hole. Yeah. No. Yeah. We very had a mixed, very damaging we, messages there. Yeah. We had a real talk about that one. There was, there was a lot of, um, a lot of talks about that, <laughs> but yeah. Yep. It's just it, this was weak. I, I'm I'm afraid about Dream Child. I'm not looking forward to where this goes because it seems like it's about to get real stupid. But um, yeah. it's tally time, guys. Let's talk about how many people were horrifically murdered in Looney Tune Squares. Let's get into a body count. That body count. That body count. I got six. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's go with it. Yeah, because we're not gonna, like, we're, we're oh, not again, counting Freddy. Like, we're Freddy's not, not about yeah. Freddy's not about high body counts. It's about spectacle. So yeah, and De- Debbie got got it the worst <laughs> for some reason. Debbie had the longest death of all. Um, all right, guys, it's time to talk about our favorite subject: the nudity. Let's get skin deep. It's about to get skin deep. I just wanna see a little figure. Just show me that booty. Just a little bit of titties. Right now, right now. Ooh, Ladies and gentlemen, we have two pairs of boobs. Um both behind thin layers of plastic. So yeah. <laughs> I really and not in distress. There you go. Well, one's one's in distress. Yeah, one's in distress. One's well, the other one's a beer commercial. But yeah, I, yeah, it's. <laughs> I wanted to count just the one. I really did. But like, I I saw tits and I was upset. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I don't like this. I didn't like it at all. All right, guys, it's time to talk about our favorite character in the entire movie, our shining star. It's time to give out the Joe Grizzly Award. Let me introduce myself. I'm Joe Grizzly. Let's start with our uh, guest, Preston Fazzle. Alice. I just love Alice. Totally uh, fair. I mean, it, it, it's difficult for me in this movie because all of the female characters are like girls that I would have had a crush on in high school. So it's like it checks off like all these different like boxes for me. It's like right. there's the, the quiet, academic, like kind of Carrie White type girl. And then there's like the fun, vivacious, nerdy girl. And then there's the tough, edgy, like take no shit girl. Uh, so, so it's a hard toss up for me, but I got to come down for Alice because I think that this is the closest I'll ever get other than the new blood to a movie where Harry is the good guy. And I just love that character. Brandon Ray Savage, who was your Joe Grizzly? So I went with uh I went with Rick. Uh just because really? at first I was like, ah oh, fuck this asshole. <laughs> but then like uh <laughs> as, as I got into the movie and he's like he I like when the one of the characters is like, okay, I see you're going through some shit. How can I help? And it's like that literally turns me around and be like Okay, he's not that much of an asshole. And then he's like, he even told his buddy, he's like, Dan, some freaky shit's going on. And if you don't see me, then I'm going to take a poo. And if I don't come out, uh, it's been nice knowing you. And then it's like. <laughs> what is Crohn's disease? Or kind of like, I'm going to go take this shit if you don't see me again, buddy. 
If you don't see me again. Just know I love you. Just wait longer. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Give me more paper. Um, Guys, it's Sheila Kopecky, man. For the love of God. Like, Jesus. Jesus Christ. I've never... I've never felt I never wanted to protect and be with somebody so bad in my whole life in the movie, dude. He was she was so adorable. These big ass glasses, man, like took up 90% of her fucking face, man. And she was just she was just adorable. She was adorable as fuck. She did nothing wrong. She made things for people because she's nice. And she just got fucking got her whole chest sucked out from Freddie. That was just the worst. God, she looks horrific. Her, like her corpse. Dear God. I'm glad they clicked back. To what she really looked like again, because so, I wouldn't feel so bad. But yeah, it was just, uh, I'm still sad. That one hurt. That's probably like, I've never been just sad about anyone just going in a horror movie ever. Ever. Especially watching the Friday series. They all they all had it coming. Except for uh, except oh, yeah. for Sissy. Sissy and Vera, that hurt. They were good chicks. But uh, mm, mm, mm. <sighs> rest in peace, Sheila Kopecky, man. All right, guys, it's final verdict time. Knee pads or slippers? What that means, if we truly enjoy this movie, we get a maximum of two knee pads where we fall to our knees in the worship position, give the movie its just due, or if we think this is a moogoo platter of ass, we give it two hater slippers where we slide them on and watch someone have a fucking asthma attack and just watch him die. Let's start, let's start with our guest, Preston Fossil, esteemed author and gold medal horror winner of the Epi Award. Knee pads or slippers? For all of its faults, I still got to give it one knee pad and one slipper. Oh, you're going right down the middle. Yeah, there's just too much conceptually good here. You know, I, I, since I'm a writer, I have a compulsion to like look at the ideas and the material, and not just the the execution of it. And I can see through, I can see through the writer's strike and the budgetary constraints and what was probably a rushed schedule, and I can see the ideas behind this. And I've still got to give props to that, like that whole idea of the movie being a metaphor for self-actualization and like uh, becoming your best self and like uh learning and growing from the people around you there's just so many cool ideas there I, I can't completely throw it out nice i had issues with this one because i was like i gave dream warriors one knee pad like actually like really solid like this was not bad this was pretty good but this one it's more of the same, which is fine. It's exactly what you want from a sequel. The more of the same, and they had a conclusion, and I was okay with that. And I'm trying to find the bad part about this, but there doesn't seem to be any. So I'm guessing I'm going with one knee pad. I'm going one way a knee pad still. It's just I, like I'm trying not like I want to. I want to like give it all the praise. It's like there's nothing wrong with this. It's something like there's nothing that to be that could be fixed or moved. And I was like, yeah, but I really feel like there should have been more. Like we have, you had Freddy's mom in the last movie. You could have done stuff with that. Like so, we know there's a whole Kruger family out there. He didn't just like. There's more of this backstory about the, how this child murderer became this demon entity. Like, and we did that later, later in the Jason series. So I'm expecting that to happen in this series now. But. Um, I don't know. <laughs> again, yeah, but, you know, we're see. nobody has original ideas. I mean, we're, we're, we're going we're going into this blind, so it's kind of like I don't. I'm, yeah. I'm afraid. I'm afraid where they're gonna go because you know we yeah. got we have the dream child, and I feel like some of that something something might happen. With yeah, that. yeah, something about that just doesn't sit well. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> I'm scared. So I was like, okay, I'm already here. It's not that bad. Definitely, people should see this. Like, yeah, don't even watch two. One, three, four, 
it's all in the same Never kind mind. of range now. Yeah. And it just keeps going up. And they're like, it's not two, bad. One knee bed for sure. Two it's was, not getting any better than that. Yeah. Two was two was bad in compare. Like like as we you know, we weren't that mad at two until we saw three. We were like, oh God. But then again, like I said, I think I think part two died for three cents. Die for because <laughs> if you you know, if you didn't have if part two wasn't as like just off the the reservation as it was, like you wouldn't enjoy three as much, in my opinion. That's true. But um, this one, this was gonna get one you bet, man. Like, there's, like, whenever Alice and Kristen talked to each other, I wanted to kill myself. It was pretty bad. But, um, the kills were pretty fucking dope. And like, yeah, he did some like goofy ass like hammy shit. But I know there's more hammy shit to come, and it's not gonna be as bad in comparison. Um, the the ending was weak, but the build up was at least good enough to kind of just make me be like, all right, whatever, it's fine. You know, sure. Like at, at least the payoff. At least he didn't just explode and he was gone. We had like all the arms on come out of his back of his fucking head and shit. That was pretty spectacular. So at least he went out in a in a blaze of glory. So it made it kind of kinda sorta worth it. Um I love the characters uh a lot. Except for Dan. Dan was just he was just a walking penis. But uh <laughs> But that's fair. It's I'm totally fair. For you. Yeah, it's, it's it's par for the course though. I I'm I'm not I'm not upset about it at all. I get it. It's cool. But um Yeah, just just one knee pad. It's not perfect, but you know, I uh, Sheila Kopecky's the main reason the shit gets knee pad cuz I I was crushed like her fucking sternum. I was hurt. Like a whole Capri Sun, bro, and he just he just I'm I'm, I'm traumatized. I'm sad. So, <laughs> so with that, um, seriously though, Preston, thank you so fucking much for talking with me again, dude. I really appreciate it, man. You are welcome to come back anytime you want. Um, please, I know I know you have some stuff you want to plug. So like now is the time, sir. Let them know where they can find you, find your works. Uh, my uh, first novel, Our Lady of the Inferno, is available for order on Amazon. You can find me on Twitter at, at Preston Fossil, uh, P-R-E-S-T-O-N-F-A-S-S-E-L. And uh, hey, thanks for having me. This was an absolute blast. Anytime you guys want to have me back, let me know. I'm there. Cool. Dude, done and done, man. Because um, done I'm and done. there's some movies that uh, Preston was actually in. We'd like to have him uh, talk on. So like, if you want to, uh, if we ever do the uh, Puppet Master things, or the <laughs> other movie. Well, this is my show. I can talk about it. or oh, or 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 uh, or, or, <laughs> or uh, was it a VFW or VWF? <laughs> Oh, VFW. VFW. Yeah. VFW. If, you, if you want to talk about VFW, man, if you want to talk about it, then we can have you on as a guest for that one. We'll talk about that shit. You let me know, buddy, and we would happily have you on, man, because he was an extra. Hey, I want to have you. I want to have you guys talk about some of the weird shit that I got in my library. You know, give you some all uh, underground 70s and 80s grindhouse exploitation. Even stuff. that's where it's at. Better. Even yes. better. We'll we'll do a we'll do a press and fossil presents series or some shit i'm with it i'm serious dude because like uh because i saw girly and i was like it, it knocked my socks off man i'm not gonna lie to you buddy so we could talk about it too you let me know though like you you just let me the fuck know and we'll, we'll do it for like uh we'll probably do it for next year because like uh december we're doing all uh patreon uh picks for this oh, cool. for december so like yeah, maybe, that'd be great. So, so maybe in january dude like just uh just i mean i'm down you let me know bro i'm serious yeah that'd be great cool man um guys we'll see y'all next week for the uh for the dream child i'm scared this might be the (laughs) this this might be the start of the decline i'm looking forward to new nightmare because i actually i've seen that one and like i'm 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 starting to understand what the fuck that was about so i'm excited i'm excited about this journey we're gonna take here um also uh I, i hate to i hate to not make this episode evergreen but 
you know, one of our nightmares are over. So shout out to uh, our 46th president, President Biden. That happened. Um, so we get yeah. to like, you know, we get to get, just get mad at movies and not make an allegory to what's happening as of yet. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Use we'll our see. votes wisely. Use our votes wisely. Moving on. All right. Y'all have a good one. We'll see y'all next week, man.